the views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, deliberately linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show... Hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. Whoa, what? On today's show, Mark's bringing a curveball. Uh, what are you a talking curveball. about? curveball. So Mark has been um, being kind of sneaky. Okay. So I had this good idea, and I, uh, I think our viewers deserve it. All right, I'm, but the only I'm way nervous. the only way to get honesty is with a surprise. Okay, so I had our guy pull together a bunch of questions that our listeners have been asking. Okay, and today cool. on today's show, we're going to ask those questions. So today we are going to put Josh Link on the stand. Ooh, put me on the spot today. Yes, we have some very good. We as we've done the show, we've um. Okay. We've been getting some really good feedback, and we appreciate it. We've made some modifications to the show. Yep. But also what we get is we actually get some questions, and people, uh, they don't know us. They, they listen to us, and you guys watch us, um, and they want to know more. You know what I mean? Fair and maybe enough. it's a topic we've touched on, um, and you know, within the time frame that we're given, we don't go into certain depths. Okay. So there's some questions uh, from some of our listeners, and I thought, hey, Today, we're not going to talk about what we're going to talk about. Okay. Today, we're going to put Josh on the stand. Man, and that's the, too bad. I was really excited, but this is cool. I'm, hey. I'm intrigued right now. And the only way to get honesty is to surprise you because he cannot prepare. I'm very surprised right <laughs> now. No preparation. So it's going to be fun. You already know how I like my preparation. It's so going to be fun. Good. There is zero. Okay. So it's fantastic. You may have seen these because I know that you have access to them. I do not. Yeah. So I have to do, a, I do some trickery dickery in getting yeah, this done. For sure. Um, but I think it's going to be good. Our listeners, you know, they care. They're concerned. They have uh, things they want to talk about. We may answer your question in the way that appeases you, and we may not. But this is our attempt to uh, bring you guys closer to who we are and what yeah, we do. No doubt. So, okay. um, cool. let me see. I had to get on this thing. I'm Let's learning, learning the whole cell But before thing. we get going, Visionary oh. Meals, thank you again for being our sponsor today. Visionary Meals, a local meal prep service company, yes. guys. Again, providing the highest integrity product possible, farm to table, guys, gluten free, you name it. Or if, if you are one that is just tired of cooking, don't have time for cooking, Visionary Meals is for you because it is bringing the utmost integrity, quality to the table. Bring your family in, guys. Enjoy a quality meal. Uh, that you know, you guys will just be reaching in for seconds, guys. And I want to tell people too. Yeah, get it. It is super healthy. It but is. it can be as unhealthy as you want to make it, too. <laughs> That's true. So, But even if you're eating sure. healthy, you're not subtracting any of the flavors. Correct, yes. That's I'm telling you, people think it's a diet, it's a fad, or I'm going to eat healthy, so I'm not going to enjoy it. No, there's not a meal on there that you feel like you're being skimped out of the flavor. Correct. Yeah, that is it's why really we good. offer such a wide variety on, on our website, guys. So you guys can, whether you're eating that keto diet lifestyle, and you got to have high fats and low carbs to reach that ketosis stage. We got meals just for you. Yeah. We got those signature entrees that are still healthy, but you're not going to sacrifice those palates because God blessed us with amazing taste buds. Absolutely. So why take that away and from And desserts? Us? There are desserts. There are desserts. So Visionary Meals, www.visionarymeals.com. Yeah. Check it out, guys. It's it is fantastic. the place to be if you're looking to change your lifestyle and your health and your eating habits. Yeah. So as people know, just listening to that, this show is really designed around... Um, Really, just some uh, three really primary, you know, topics. Entrepreneurs. Okay. Uh, Josh, you're obviously an entrepreneur. You run yep. a business. Yep. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, faith, which is huge in both of us and huge no in our doubt. lives. No doubt. And really family. Yeah. We like to discuss all of those because we feel like all those intermingle. Yeah, they all, for sure. So somehow we're always touching on that always. in some case. So we have um, a listener named JP. He's right here from the great state of Ohio. Go Bucks. Okay. But his question is fantastic. And this is, this is one that really stuck with me because you kind of just touched on it, just promoting the company. Okay. But his question is fantastic. Um, he said he struggles with shutting it off, especially when he's spending time with his children. Okay. So he says, how do I set the phone down? No calls, no text. But here's the key. He says, without the, get, or the guilt of having the stress and anxiety that I'm failing failing his business yes okay wow no jp fantastic question yeah you, you know jp that is a that's such a great question you know because i i myself i i deal with that on a daily basis and i struggle with myself um and this is this is a constant area that 
I definitely don't think I, I have the answer as far as like, hey guys, this is the golden ticket to sure. this question because nonstop, it's it. I constantly find myself battling with this same scenario of unplugging, walking away from my work because you're right, JP. The second you walk away and subconsciously you're like, man, I'm taking away time from putting my company into the next level. And JP, for myself, you know, with Visionary Meals being a new company, we're not even a year in at this time. You know, I have the mindset I have to put as much time and effort into this company mm-hmm. because I don't want to fall into that st- statistic of, you know, companies failing within that first year or 18 months. So I, I totally understand. But JP, so some some areas that I, I myself, um, you know, have put into action on this on this type of topic is number one, eliminating all distractions. Mm-hmm. When you are in your time of place, if in your environment of working, whatever yeah. it might be, because that time and place is very, very vital. And we've talked about this on the show before, um, eliminating um, not only distra- the little distraction in your life, but sometimes we've we talked about, you know, lessening that time with people mm-hmm. in your life and people that can can draw you away from your work yeah. um, and, and distract you from your work. So JP, what, what I have done is, you know, for example, when I, there's a lot of time that I need to put into, let's just say office work. Um, I am, I, I am very adamant about trying to eliminate all distractions, um, whether that just be putting my phone maybe in another room, because a lot of my work is e- revolved on my phone. That but, includes me too. What's that? I used to get a text back in like five minutes, and now it could be <laughs> like five true. hours. That's true. No, it so, really yeah. does. But it's because it, it really is because is if you are on your phone a lot for your work, your phone is constantly buzzing. Now, granted, I I make sure I can hear it if I got an answer on a phone call or little things like that. But it literally, when I say eliminate distractions, literally take them out of the yeah. room so you can focus on what you need to focus on. Um, so you know, definitely eliminating distractions, but also, um. Setting out setting time frames as well as I have found very very important. So uh, JP JP said he has a family. He has two kids. Two kids that yeah. he, he wants to make sure he spends time with. With JP, I applaud you for that. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, don't have that mindset um, selfishly. So good for you for that. Uh, so yeah, you know, how do you how do you make that time? You know, for your kids. So knowing your kids' schedule, it's it's important to know when can I work where I am not working when maybe my kids are... Where do I maximize my time? Exactly. That's a good way to put it, Mark. Where can I maximize my time? So maybe that's earlier in the morning for you, okay? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, getting up early to knock out some stuff that maybe you would normally be knocking out during your kids' practice or during when they get home from school off the bus, okay? Maximizing that time when they're they're still asleep or, like I said, at school or at night when they go to bed, uh, you know, give them that time that they deserve as 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 a, as kids and as as be, you being the father and dedicating maybe that time to your wife uh, during the evening and then maybe when they go to bed, man, I'm telling you, it's a grind right now. Mm-hmm. You got it. You just because everyone else is going to bed doesn't mean you're going to bed. I mean, I can tell you, fortunately, right now in this endeavor for myself, I don't have any kids. My wife would argue that we have a fur baby, yeah. <laughs> but um, I at first struggled immensely giving my wife the time, you know, that she deserved. Mm -hmm. And it became a point in time that I've even touched on the show. I think that I sat down with my pastor, like, Hey Tom, this is an area that I see fault in, um, as, as not only as a husband, but, um, you know, giving her what she deserves, um, as her husband. So I literally set out timeframes, you know, where I would block out time when she maybe got home from work, I would step out of the office and I would sit down with my wife and literally dedicate a, t- a allotted time to her. No distractions, no phones, no nothing. Um, knowing that that is important. And, you know, you got to see the big picture because a lot of, again, for your argument of like, okay, well, that 30 minutes to an hour that I'm giving my wife, I mean, that's 30 minutes to an hour I could be giving my business. Well, whatever it might be, the individuals in your life, they are there supporting you. Yeah. So whether, even as the children, even as the children, yeah, absolutely. so they, they, they need to see that you're there not only supporting them, but if you're showing them that love and support, they're going to be that much of a love and support for you when you are stepping. Now, into I want to interject office. on something yeah. here. Um, he used the word, the stress and anxiety, the fear of failure, the fear of failure. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know JP, I, JP, I don't know what your, uh, your faith is. I don't know what your belief is. But I'm going to bring this topic up because I can speak for my brother on this yeah. one. 
Um, part, part of where it may seem easier coming from Josh, I'm not a business owner. I know that I utilize this on areas of my life, not personally just running a business, but in areas yeah, of my life. For sure. Making sacrifices away from things in your life that are a priority. Running your own business is a priority. Correct. And there are times you have to make a sacrifice. Yep. So when you have the stress, the anxiety, and the fear of failure, that is where resting in Christ Amen. and your faith, Amen. where God is steering the ship. Yep. God is allowing me to captain it, Correct. but he's steering the ship where I know for a fact Josh can walk away for an hour, two hours, whatever it is, and know that if he's doing what God has commanded him to do as a husband, or in my case, as a husband and a father, right. I cannot fail. Correct. And you... Why I know this is because I've tried to do it on my own. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. have seen the turmoil that not only is maybe it caused my business, myself, my family, or whatever it was, that that time where you can relinquish all that worry, anxiety, yeah. and give it to Christ, it's amazing the way he sees us work. I mean, Christ calls us. I mean, that's exactly why we have a Sabbath day. Yeah. Christ call, yeah. calls us to rest because in our time of rest, we are strengthening or we're recovering ourselves. It's the same thing in a smaller scale. You need to step away. I've learned to step away, like Mark was saying, and entrusting in my faith, my personal faith, knowing that Christ has this under control. This is an endeavor that he personally has put myself on. So I need to rely my faith in him. And like that's a huge part of it because, like I said, I there was a, the launching of this business. I, I I said, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this, mm-hmm. instead of, we got this, we got this, we got this. And I'm here and to tell you, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, you say, okay, well, I don't believe in God, or you're saying, I have no idea what you're talking about, um, and I don't know how to do what you're saying, Here, here's what I would tell you. I think most people, everybody in the United States of America, or in the, in the listening or viewing circumference of this show, yeah. has heard the word prayer. Correct. So here's what I would tell you. There is no wrong way. Nope. So if you're one of those people say, I've never been to church or I don't know what you're talking about, but I'd love to know what you're talking about. Here, here's where I would challenge you. If I'm going to step away, my children just got off the bus, I want to spend time with them, or it's that time in the evening practice is over and I want to spend a quality hour with my children before they go to bed. Here's what I would tell you to do. God's always listening. Talk to him like you would talk to me. Mm-hmm. Hey, God, this is where I'm at. This is what I want to accomplish. I know that I'm going to be stressed and worried about this business because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something while I'm doing this. But Lord, just take it away from my hands and allow me to enjoy this time with my children. Yeah. Do that and watch the difference that is made. It's, ama- it's night and watch day. Watch the difference that is made. And you can even say, well, I don't believe in God. I don't care because my God is greater and my God will still have that positive effect Correct. on you. I promise you that. I'll make yeah. you that promise. But that's why I think sometimes it's easier for Josh and I to talk about this because when we do walk away, don't get me wrong, we still have stress, we still have anxiety. Read but that. it's in those moments where we can be like, okay, I got to walk away because I know, A, this is part of my responsibility, right. and B... Even when I'm not on watch, he is. He always. Yeah. Yeah. God, our, our God literally wants to carry our anxiety and our Absolutely. Words. He wants to take that from And he him. wants you to be successful. So he's not going to allow you to fail if you bring him in on that. Yes. So it's one of those things, give it to him. And yeah, that was a huge part that I didn't get to yet before Mark brought it up. So I'm so glad you did what yeah. you did of just in those, in those moments and times, guys. I don't care how much stress. I mean, I literally actually on my office desk here, I have my wife got them to me because this used to be, um, this used to be something that really took a strong hold on my heart. Um, you know, f- with this business of the anxiety and of yeah. the worry. Um, and, and at that time, not giving it to a place, not giving it to Christ when I needed to give it to him. She literally got me prayer cards that are literally anxiety cards. Um, so they're, they're Bible verses, you know, about anxiety. And it's just those times that they're a constant reminder for me, Hey, like, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now of my business. I'm stressing X, Y, and Z. And it's just like that that little constant reminder said, hey, give it to Christ. He hears you right now. He can feel what you're feeling. Give it to him. He wants to take it from you, and he's going to. And it's the point of trusting him. You have to. It's the point of saying, okay, at this time, I want to be with my children. I'm putting my phone down. I'm silencing it. I'm closing the laptop. I'm shutting the books. And I'm just going to trust that this is where I'm supposed to go because you, you specifically said your children. As a father of five, I'm here to tell you, you don't get the time back. Yeah. It is time is by far the most valuable asset any of us have. And you need to do that. Right. These are moldable years. Right. And if you're not interjecting into your children, someone else is. Correct. And that's a scary thought. Yep. So you just got to trust in God, give it to him, mm-hmm. and then go perform what you're supposed to do as a dad and know and know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and he's not going to let me fail. Correct. And, you know, guys, I think I said at the beginning, as I heard this question, I said, I don't really know if there is there there is one answer. I, you know, 
after answering this question, I think I think we all heard probably the one answer of, yeah. you know, if, if you are a believer, giving it to Christ. Now, I, I wanted to say that because I also want to say God does not want you just to sit there and just pray to him constantly about like, hey, God, like I'm stressed right now. He wants that, but he's like, if you're like not getting your stuff done, yeah, that's not what he wants either. But I think so, you talk about like maximizing your time. Correct. So I'm There's not responsibility just, on both sides. You, you got to grind and you got to work, especially yeah. our, new, our new business owners out there, guys. Every opportunity you get, because I have the same mindset to where like, if I'm not working, my competitors are right now. Yeah. So that mindset is okay. I don't, I'm not asking you and I'm not telling you to get rid of that mindset. That mindset is what's going, going to put you in a successful seat. But at that time, you need to just have that balance of, okay, Christ is going to take care of it when I'm away from it. But when I'm in that moment, maximize that time yeah. to the fullest of potentials because you you only get one shot at every day. Make the most of it. Yeah, and it, even as we say, time, even with your children, is most uh, your your most expensive or valuable commodity. Yep. So is time within your business. Yeah. So you you literally probably need to sit down. You need to review your entire life circumstances. Mm-hmm. What time do I have? Create the time frames. Where are the kids at? When are they at that? And then maximizing the time mm-hmm. when you're away from them, and then equally maximize the time when you are with them. Yeah, that, no, that's a fact. And one little last point, we'll move on from this question. Um, and we've kind of already hit it without saying it. Um, but I used to be that individual that would literally work up, work from sunup to sundown nonstop. And my, the quality of my work would diminish tremendously yeah. without me even knowing it. But once I made a change, I noticed, wow, I was so much more productive working, you know, eight to 14 hours versus trying to work 14 to 18 hours yeah. in a day. And, and, and really just, and we talked about the Sabbath day, it's just that, that time of rest and recovery is so important because you come back fresher. If you are more productive, your time while you're working is going Absolutely. to be the productivity that you're Absolutely. looking for. No, good. So uh, question, JP, JP, hope that answers your question. If not, hit us up again. Yeah, we'll, Please we'll do. take a different angle. Absolutely. Um, if we have to, we'll dedicate a show to it. Heck yeah. Um, so Tina from West Virginia. Okay. This is fantastic. West I like Virginia this listeners. one. Okay. I know. I like this one. Not far from here. Yep. How do you explain to all the family and close friends who think you should give them a job just because of your relationship with them? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to keep this answer PG. <laughs> oh, I saw man. that. I'm like, oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah, no. What was her but, name? Remind me. Uh, Tina? Tina. Tina. Tina, good. Oh, man, good question. You know what? I think it actually applies. It makes it, sense. It does apply because I actually get this often. See, I, I get this often. Um, and actually, um, uncontrolled. You know, it actually what didn't work out that way. But um, our chef is actually, you know, obviously Ashley's brother-in-law. But that no, actually, your brother-in-law, her, her excuse brother, me, my yeah. brother-in-law, and her brother. Um, and, and it actually didn't work out that way. But I'm going to answer how I'm going to say why it worked out that way with my answer. Um, the it's no different than um, any sports that you play, and you know, sports are so applicable to the game of life because no matter what, the the best athlete is going to feel the field. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand with any job too. Uh, the best person for that role is going to, f- is going to fill that role. So with actually our chef, um, being in the family, uh, he was the best person for the role and that's why he's in that position. So and he is an amazing chef. I he mean, is, just be he serious. is an yeah. amazing chef. I mean, I've, I've worked with other chefs. I've sat down with other chefs. Um, you know, there, there was no bias to it. I was, it, it actually the, the odds were against him. Let's yeah, just put it that because way. Because he was family. Because he is family. Yeah. The odds were against him. Um, because I am not, I'm not huge on, on, on bringing family in. Because I don't, I don't think that's no secret uh, on why, you know, that's not recommended because of the, the relationships that can be ruined through that. Um, but long story, long story short, you know, the best, the best person's going to feel, feel that position uh, or feel, feel that so role. So how do you approach that conversation when a family member comes up and says, hey, Josh, I'm, I need a job? You know, if so, if a job's if a job's uh, available, let's say that, let's say you have a job that's available, they come up to you and they say, and you already you're getting applicants. I, I think that's kind of where she's going. Yeah. You're probably collecting applicants. People are coming in, they're applying, and then right. one of your family members comes and says, "Hey, I need a job." 
and they're probably making the assumption that they naturally go to the top of the list. Right. No. So how I do you mean, respond to that? I, I would tell them, I uh, you know, if I had had a resume or had a place to for them to apply, I would. So choose, you hold uh, them to this. You would tell them straight up. Yeah. Oh, everybody would, else, fill an application. Give I, me a resume. No different. I don't care who you are. Okay. I don't care yeah. who you. Are. I would direct you um, to to whatever place to put yourself in line or put yourself in position for that role, and I would treat you like you're just anybody else on the street. Uh, you know, it, like I said. There, there would be no bias for you. So now, that, with that, that being said, would you have a more detailed conversation explaining that to them, saying, look, understand this. When I started this business, this is how I decided it was going to be run. Whether you're family, foe, it's the best person, best yeah, position. Yeah, I, I, would, I would make that very clear. And I think I would probably make that very clear in every every interview atmosphere. Hey, the best person's going to get the job. Um, I, I don't care what kind of, kind of relationship you have with me. And I'm the type of guy either fortunately or unfortunately, I guess fortunately for business, unfortunately for family, that I, I have no problem telling you straight up, hey, you're just not the best person sure. for this for this role. And that's, sure. just, that's just how it has to be, guys. You have to, as a business owner, you have to eliminate yourself from any emotions or feelings that, that may be put into the room at that time. Because... It is you. You are the captain of that ship. You are steering that ship behind Christ. So He has put you in position to make the yeah. best, the, to to make the right decision. All right. And so by you bringing in a family member because you know their family, quote unquote, is is in, in that. But there is a better uh, applicant in the room, and that could potentially put your company in jeopardy. It's guys. It's a no brainer. It's a no-brainer because it's 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 either you you please you please that family member that one family member, or you put your company that you've worked so very hard for in jeopardy of potential failure. And and then trust me, turmoil is going to happen regardless. That sure. Way. Well, I think, and I don't know, Tina. You could feel free to reach out and tell us this. It almost sounds to me like maybe somewhere in the past she's hired a few family members, and now everybody expects that. Okay. So if you started out that way. Be prepared for the bumps in the road because now it sounds like you need to institute yeah. some hard lines and say, sure. this is how it's going to be. Yeah, I would. And, you know, as, as a business owner, you could, you could walk into to the very beginning of the whole thing and be like, I'm never going to hire. Sure. I'm never going to hire family, which I personally don't recommend doing that because, like I said, the best person is going to fill the position. Yeah. So, you know, if you have someone that's, you know, a potential option for, for whatever role and they're a better applicant than, you know, A, B, or C – by you having that that pride over, I'm never going to have family members in there. You know, you you could be potentially missing out on a really really good opportunity, not only for yourself but for the company itself. Yeah. Um, so, but you're but Mark's right, setting some kind of um, boundary, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good you know, word. Some kind of line, uh, but like I said, like or like Mark said, you hire one. Uh, the next one's coming. The next one's coming. I think you just have to be prepared for that tough conversation. You do. I, I unfortunately just, I guess I'm more cutthroat that I would, I just have no problem telling well, someone, Hey, like I would give, I would give them the same opportunity as everybody else. Correct. As everybody else. I, I think we've talked about on the show, it, it, whether you call it the generation of everybody gets a trophy, whatever it is, I think it applies. People just are no longer, um, blatantly honest. Yeah. So it's like, you think that you're helping somebody by softening right. it. Where sometimes the best way to do it is just rip the band-aid off. Correct. That's great. That's great. You know what analogy. I mean? Just just rip the band-aid off, yeah. get it over with. And if there's apologies necessary, make your apologies. But the reality is, is your business is your platform. Correct. And your business is also a direct reflection of you. Yeah. So you, you I think it's it's only important and imperative that you do. You prioritize your employ employees as yeah. much as you prioritize yourself because they're helping you create that image. It, that's so true. Now, Tina, here's here's another thought, though. Here's a completely different angle to take on the whole thing. Um, depending on where you are in the company, um, now, if your company's on the verge of hitting it big and doing yeah. amazing things and you have family members calling you up for a position, um, more than likely they just can see what's about to happen sure. financially into the company and they want in, they want to make sure they get in at the right time. So depending on the time frame of, frame of your company, Bringing family members in can actually sometimes be more beneficial than bringing someone in on the streets because you have what, what we've called family. And typically, at hopefully, least, which includes trust. Exactly, which <laughs> includes trust, love, um, you know, you name it. So when you bring a family member in, you know, 
they might just want to work a little bit harder because they care a little bit more because this is now becoming a family business versus bringing someone in that maybe just has the idea of how can I take care of myself when bringing someone in on the family that is maybe a little less selfish and how can we benefit us as a whole as a family. So I think a lot of it depends where you are in the company. If you're on the verge of doing some big things and you now have family members wanting to jump in on you, I would be very hesitant on that. Uh, but if you have family members just truly buying into your product and your company and what you're doing, um, and you and you just have have some skills of you know reading that individual, and if it's adamant and they're passionate about what you're doing, um, you know you might actually be making a better decision bringing that family member in. But again, like Mark said, if you do bring that family member in, there has to be lines drawn because they've got to understand. They have yeah. to understand that hey, uh, you know, this is be- business. This is business, and just because it's your job today doesn't mean it's your job tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and the expectations have to be very, very clear. I would agree. I would agree. No good. Um, before we we move on, uh, I think it's a great time to talk about um, how this production makes it to you. Yes, sir. Um, we're very fortunate. We work. Uh, we work with a company side by side called Tip Hat Media. Yep. Um, Lincoln Meikle is the best producer, uh, as far as I'm concerned, on the East Coast. Uh, he's proven himself time and time again. It's crazy. It's not just for podcasts. I want people to understand that. This, this uh, young man does not service just podcasts. Uh, it's from photography to photo shoots to he's working with some big name realtors right now. He does the drone work. He does the setup work. He will do your all your tech needs. He creates some of the greatest picture uh, it's like real life yeah i mean it's just amazing how he it's takes amazing. your thought and brings it to the surface yeah um it, what he can do with a computer and a uh a pro- i don't know what's like the production of bringing it all together and tying it in right it's just flat out un- unbelievable yeah actually mark if you want to budge your corner your yeah. your shoulder out of the corner hey lincoln throw up guys if you're viewing this on youtube if you're not i encourage you take a quick go to pause. youtube please go take a quick pause in your uh podcast here and pull it up on youtube but wherever you're at in the show um lincoln throw up here what you just did you're doing for this rope company guys so you know as as he's throwing up this video here he is the talents as you guys have seen are you seeing in this video of just the the lighting um the the, the angles that this that all the lincoln details shows. i mean yeah you, the, the firework the, the tying of the knots right now guys i'm telling you this is the type of work he can do. He's literally in, a, in some woods right now. He's literally in some woods uh, making it look like Narnia. So I'm telling you, it's the best of the best. It, Check it, it if out. If you have never been on our YouTube page or channel, whatever yeah. it is, go on there and just watch the introduction. Right. I mean, he, he did all that. He set the scene. He changes the lighting. He does not miss a detail. Yeah. And, I, and I cannot stress this enough. If you've worked with people and you feel like you're just a number. And I think most people have gone somewhere, whether it's buying a car or you're going to a restaurant where you feel like you're just another patron and everybody's stacked in there like sheep. Right. This young man has a very uncanny way of making you feel like you're his only client. Yeah. I mean, he prioritizes you. He prioritizes your concerns, your desires. And it's almost like when you give him your dream or your expectation, somehow he always makes it better. It's amazing. Yeah. He just always makes it better. Uh, he has a very good way of getting inside your head and seeing what you want. Right. So uh, I think what he's putting up here is just, yeah. it's evidence. Yeah, it is. It's a, so good work, yeah. Lincoln. So um, Lincoln Meekle, Tip at Media. You find him on all the social media. You can find him at uh, tipatmedia.com. Yep. He's amazing. You better get with him now because the guy just, his schedule is just filling up. Anything and everything, guys. Senior uh, photography. Oh, yeah. Uh, you name it. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, yeah. Senior guy. photography, your wedding, if you want that, your baby's yeah. christening. Like I said, if you're trying to sell your house, you're a realtor, and you want your, any realtor knows they make money off selling their homes. You want your home to sell faster, you need Lincoln Meekle and Tip Hat Media. Okay. Um, if you're doing, I know it's a lot of promo stuff. He yeah. makes unbelievable promo videos. Yeah. I mean, stuff that you're not even interested in, you get fired up for. Oh, for sure. Now, he's put visionary meals on the map just for his content. Absolutely. That he's brought this company. Yeah. I mean, he's just very fantastic. So check him out. Yep, that's it. We're very happy to work with him. Heck yeah. Okay. So next question comes from <laughs> Tom in Michigan. Okay. This is a great question. I think maybe a lot of people probably have this question. So he said he noticed on uh, Visionary Meals social media platforms that it seems like you work with a lot of fitness training types okay. and athletes. Yeah. Is Visionary Meals for your average Joe or Jane? Yeah, question, his name? Tom. Tom. Tom, great question, actually. Um, so let me, let me answer it first just on the social media aspect of, of, why, of why our social media is so heavy in the fitness industry and actually why our, our business is so heavy in the fitness industry. Um, 
first, the fitness industry is constantly looking for a product like yeah. ours because uh, we are very detail-oriented uh, on what these athletes, what these competitors need to be consuming. Maybe Tom um, doesn't understand their type. Give a, give a okay. quick hit of like uh, one of these fitness individuals, what it takes to prep for a show because maybe he doesn't understand. For sure. No, that's an excellent point, Mark. Uh, so Tom, so... As these these competitors, guy are male or female, um, when they with, when they compete, so bodybuilding, we're going to just stay in the bodybuilding topic. Um, I mean, everyone knows it from their Arnold Classic days, obviously. Sure. So uh, stepping on stage, showing your physique, uh, you know, growing obviously a lot of a lot of muscle by staying at a very uh, low body fat and leaning out very lean. Um, these these females are you know depending on their class are doing very similar similar things. They're either showing a lot of muscle mass again at a very lean. Uh, state. So what what preparation looks like for these athletes is a uh, 24-7 obviously working out, you know, six to seven days a week. Uh, but leading up to a show, and these these athletes will do what you call a prep. Um, they will prepare for anywhere from roughly 10, 12, 10 to 12 to like 16 to 18 weeks, depending on their body type, depending on their uh, their body fat, et cetera, et cetera, and how, how their body responds in certain ways. But they will go through this prep, what they call it is a very strict time where they are heavily watching what they're consuming. I mean, they're, they're tracking what you call macros. So your, uh, your, your calories, your fat, your carbs, your protein. I mean, down to the decimals. Yes. Decimals. Very, I mean, decimals. Very, I mean, so, some of these individuals like are psycho about it, but you have to be, you have to be, it's, so, it's such a competitive sport now. Um, so these individuals are prepping for anywhere from 10 to 18 weeks out, um, sometimes longer, sometimes a little bit shorter, like I said, um, but leading up to a show, like I said, everything that they're putting in their body, they're being very, very careful. Our athletes even specify sometimes in their orders. I mean, I'm talking no seasoning, no oils, you name it. So we as a company um, actually do something that a lot of companies don't do. We take very uh, specific specifications from these athletes. We'll and customize hey, it. Customize it to exactly and cater to their needs to exactly what they need. Um, and then, th- then they go into what you call a peak week. So a peak week is the final week of basically it's, it's your, your chiseling, your you're chiseling out that you know that body. You're you're fine. You're fine tuning the little details um, right before you step on stage. So us as a company, it is very important for us to again uh, cater to what these athletes need through their diet, and which so, is rare. Not a lot of people do that. And yeah, and yeah. I answered. I kind of did answer the question within what I was just explaining there. Us as a meal prep company, uh, we do a, we do what a lot of meal prep companies don't. And like I said, we yeah. we are very customizable for our athletes. So as a company, we we attract the fitness industry so strong because we are willing to take those extra steps for our clients, for our athletes to make sure they have exactly what they need in their diet. With that being said, on the social media realm, uh, let's just, I'll just be completely blunt here. Uh, the, the fitness industry is a very easy market to target. Sure. It is the social media speaking. Um, every, every, everyone wants to be, you know, a fitness icon out there. So everyone's got a social media page. Well, us as a company, it is, it, you know, it is very easy to attract these individuals, not only because we're putting out the best product and we're, we're customizing to exactly what they need. Um, but just because everyone's on social media in that realm, but to, to, to narrow us down as just, you know, uh, you, you, you have to be a fitness guru is, is actually completely false. Social media speaking, our, our market is mostly the fitness industry. But actually, as a company, our market is uh, those you, you maybe as an individual that has is has multiple kids and is running to and from practice. Uh, you know, or you get home late every night from work and you just don't have time or don't feel like making dinner. That is actually the majority of our market. Sure, you know th- these these are families that are registering nowadays. Okay, fast food is not the best route for me. Um, even going out to dinner, guys. I hate to break it to you. Uh, if you're you know in in the you know, in the central Ohio or even, you know, Chipotle is pretty, pretty nationwide, I guess. Yeah. If you, if you're a Chipotle fan, you know, Chipotle is great, but competitors, athletes consider Chipotle as a cheat meal. Yeah. Now, if you're a football player or someone trying to put on mass, now go eat as much Chipotle as you want. Um, but that's just a prime example of like, you know, individuals out there, not even fast. If you don't consider Chipotle fast, fast food, like a drive through, you know, it is, it, it's, there's so, so much high, so much fat and sodium in, in, in a Chipotle meal. I think, meal. I liked how you said it for the average Joe and Jane. Yeah. Um, I, I think just from another consumer aspect, the way I look at it is, is it's, it is built for you because you got to look at it. It's, it's truly, I hate to use the word healthy alternative because I don't want you to think diet. No, it's healthy and it's something that your body can use, eat. It tastes good. It's fuel. Yeah. But it's not with all the filler. 
So I, so word healthy works. Yeah. It's for anybody, but it, what it's I think it's what it's well, designed I to do is it it allows you to substitute not eating the bad meals. And I I don't, really don't think healthy alternative is bad because um, our options out there just simply aren't healthy. And you know I yeah. say that a lot of Products, I just don't want anybody to think of it like a diet. No, no, and that's a great point, Mark, because it's not a, it's a lifestyle. Yes. It's a lifestyle. It really is because a lot of products out there are advertising as, hey, this is this is healthy. And when you actually learn to break it down and actually learn to yeah. know what to look for, it's not that healthy. So, no, Mark brings up a great point. It, it's, it, it is a healthy alternative, but it's, it's definitely, definitely not, not a, a diet. diet. It's something yeah. that um, people uh, within involved in visionary meals or meal prepping nationwide are are truly hopping on on the the bandwagon we'll call it because it's it's the best thing people are learning to do for their bodies because yeah. we do we do live in a fast paced society we are always on the go uh, to and from whatever work practice you name it and we are constantly looking for something quick efficient and easy and unfortunately there's just not a lot out there unless no. you, you utilize a service like Visionary Meals and if you are I know actually a lot of preppers. And the preppers will tell you, my entire Sunday is prepping for the next week. Yeah, meal prep Sunday. And then when they sit there and they add up what they spend to do it, they're like, it's actually cheaper for me to let Visionary Meals do it for me, it and I'm actually getting a better product. It, it is it is less money. Because there's a lot of people who prep that don't know how to cook. Oh, for um, sure. You know what I mean? So they're eating the same things over and over, and then it just becomes bland, and you fall out of that lifestyle. Correct. So if you can do it, and you can do it cheaper, the truth is, try it. I mean, get on the get on the website. Look up some of the menus. Go try to shop and do it yourself. Yeah, you, they actually do it cheaper, which just blows your mind. Yeah, it's actually a cheaper alternative. It is, and it is. It's just a very healthy alternative for sure. I mean, once but it's you, for anybody. Once you start adding up the, the time that you spend in just meal prepping yeah. on on a Sunday, it's the most common day to meal prep. I mean, from I'm talking from the grocery store, from prepping the food to cooking the food to cleaning the cleaning up the food. Uh, I mean, it's you're easy into six to eight hours. Oh, at, easily, at, at most. easily. Yeah. Um, and so, you're talking one person. Person. Yeah, one person exactly. You tried doing that for a whole family, correct? Yeah, so it's just it it is for everyone. Um, so it, yeah, I mean, I, I think did a I great po- question. I, yeah, and I think something I want to add to this. I'm not a social media guy. I do know the social media side of Visionary Meals. Obviously, you and I talk a lot. Yeah. Um, if I'm here to tell you, if the average Joe and James um, that make up a large portion of uh, Josh's customers were to want to blow up. The social media, they'd absolutely be all over there. Yeah. But the reality is, a lot of the fitness and a lot of the athletes, they kind of live on those those uh, platforms. Correct. You know, a lot of the the families or the or the single moms I know that use yeah. the company, they kind of don't. So it's right. I understand when you look it up, that's what you see. Um, but that's just because those are the customers that kind of live on the platform. For sure. Yeah. 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 No, we have everyone that follows. I mean, what's our life. what's the oldest customer? It's got to be. Our oldest company yeah. customer. I mean, we're talking eighties, probably. Yeah, in your eighties, and yeah. I know there's multiple families. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, like I said, our 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 biggest market is is those that middle aged family. Yeah. Um, the fitness industry is just it's at least the platform that we use that is the the easiest. But for that's us to market uh, to. but that's a great I mean, observation. If you if you haven't guys, if you haven't been on our social media, I encourage you all to check it out. It's just Visionary Meals on Instagram. Uh, check it out, and you know you're you're not going to maybe see. Uh, what you think you might see when you hear like fitness or bodybuilding? Our page yeah. is not covered in that. Um, it is a huge it is a huge market of ours, but we do uh, we do our best. We really do do our best to cater to all markets. And actually, on that topic, uh, you know, it's so common when someone launches a business, they're like, okay, what what's your market going to be? You know, pick a market and don't try to don't try to please them all. And, and you're going to be better that way, which in a lot of cases, that is very, 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 very I don't true. think it applies here, though. Yeah. In this case, we all eat. <laughs> yeah. We all eat. We all have to watch our health. So it, the glory of the glory and the, the beauty behind Visionary Meals is we can cater to every individual out there, yeah, no matter absolutely. what. Absolutely. Great question, Tom. Yeah, good question, Tom. Um, last question. Last question. And this is a great question. This comes all the way from Texas. Jared. Jared. Okay. Jared Texas. in Texas. Okay. If I, I, love, if I lived anywhere else, it, it would be, be Texas. Te- it would be I, Texas. I say it all the time. I say it all the time. <laughs> I notice in your marketing and branding, you have crosses and scripture. Mm. Do you worry you will lose some potential <laughs> customers who do not share your faith? Not even a little bit. Not. Even That's a, a great, bit. great question, Jared, Jared. Fantastic question. I actually, um, I get this from time to time. And I actually got a lot of scrutiny. I think this applies to actually the first question. So JP, if you're listening, listen into this segment. Yeah, it does. And I got a ton of scrutiny um, when we designed our logo. 
Uh, it has a cross in it. And then we, we base our company off of 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. I mean, that is literally going out on every piece of packaging that we send out. Yep. So believer or non-believer, everyone is getting that put in front of them. Non-believers maybe uh, see it once and see that. And they're never like, I'm not ordering again. This company's trying to force religion, uh, whatever you want to call it, down, down our throats. And that is definitely not our intention either. Um, so this company, you guys have heard the story. I'm not going to jive into it at all. But um, was this company was built very much on faith. And, yeah. and, and me as an individual, God has uh, put this company on my heart uh, to steer this ship, um, you know, as, with him truly being the steer behind it. But to trust to trust me with this company. And again, I sit here today uh, not knowing his the true, true purpose behind it and and what what his big, big plan, big picture speaking of what Visionary Meals is and what it's going to be. We have stuff put in action uh, to to do, you know, to the best we can do to serve God's children. Um, and, and really right now, as the owner of the company, the best I can do is is share God's word um, in this the most subtle way, and yeah. as 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 the owner of the company, you say it, subtle. I'd still say it's bold. It is bold. It is bold. And yeah. you ha- it is. It, yeah, that's so that's so true. Um, but you know, as we did this, I'm I'm very a faith based individual, and I and I'm by no means subtle about my faith. So yeah. that's a good point. But at the same time, it's it's my job to not only attract customers to keep the business going, but I want to attract uh, non believers. Yeah. To maybe see, okay, what what is this Christian stuff? You know, to make them just just ask the question enough, so we as as individuals of the company continue to plant that seed and and almost just be a light for these for these individuals out there that you know maybe are wondering or do need some direction. Now, as far as <laughs> it's it's been our fr- best friend, you know, for individuals that out there that that do believe, yeah, because they see that and they're like, this is fantastic. I get messages all the time. Thank you for being so bold in your faith. Um, about about this, but back actually on to the fitness industry, since it is a huge market for us. Um, the fitness industry is, it's, it's the bodybuilding, the fitness industry is, is one of the most growing. It's it, the, as far as this rapid speed and growth sure. uh, is one of the fastest growing markets out there, fastest growing as far as the sport itself. Um, and it's, and it's beautiful in a lot of ways. I mean, individuals lives are being transformed, but the fitness industry itself, um, you know, to be again blunt, is is very corrupted. Uh, there is there's a ton of sin. There's a ton of evil in the fitness. It's a very it can be a very vain sport. Um, it can be very you can be very self absorbed within the sport itself. Sure. And so I myself looked at it honestly as a challenge. So as as the owner, okay, we know this is going to be a huge market for us, yeah. and that could easily it, it would have been easy to be like. Whoa, let's let's not do that because we're going to drive away a bunch of business. Or it could be like this is an awesome opportunity to instill a light into some people's lives that that maybe need it the most. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, not from a business standpoint, but even here on deliberately linked, yeah. um, we can talk about the same thing. I'm sure there are a lot of people that may listen to us and say, "Oh, I'm not going to listen to these two Jesus freaks." Right. Um, <laughs> right. I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't believe in religion. Right. Um, I'm very faithful Correct. in my belief with God. Yep. Um, and I have no problem sharing that here. Yep. And I'm sure there may be people that no longer listen to us because of that. Yeah. But the reality is, if you're an entrepreneur, understand this. You've been given a platform. Mm-hmm. And that platform is what you decide to do with it. And you can either have a great impact and impact not only your employees, but the people you work with and the people who see your signage and your business cards and whatever it is. Yeah. And you can have that effect on them or you can choose not to. Yeah. And this goes back to resting in faith with God and knowing that if we're obedient, mm-hmm. he'll take care of the rest. Right. It doesn't mean you're naturally going to be overly successful or you're naturally going to be making money hand over fist. But what it does mean is he's not going to allow you to fail yourself if you remain faithful. Yeah. No, that's correct. And as Christians, guys... Uh, we are simply called to love and to lead, to love, live, and lead like Christ. Like Christ. Yeah, and you know that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go plaster, you know, faith stuff all over your logo. Or you don't have to be obnoxious. You don't have to be obnoxious, and that's that's our goal too, is to not be obnoxious because we don't want to drive these people away. Um, but like Mark said, it's a it's an awesome opportunity to to create a platform, and I I know a ton of 
you know, individuals very, very strong in their faith uh, that have started business and run businesses, but they don't dare to bring that in yeah. um, strictly, strictly to based on the fear of driving away business. Um, I, I hate to say it, but I think you're a coward. I think you're a coward if you're that individual. Um, because like well, I said, you placed money in front of your faith and correct. that's a problem. Yeah. Cause yeah. We're, we, we are, we're simply called to love, live and lead like Jesus. So, um, to, to not take that opportunity to, to share his love, uh, is mistake number one. And, and I'm, I'm not the first to say and sit here and say, you know, okay, as long as I am, you know, outspoken about Christ, Christ's going to take care of the business. I, I, no. I don't think it necessarily works that way. And actually, Mark, you might be able to chime in a little bit better than I will on that topic. I don't know if, if you feel like you could as far as maybe like you're, you're a little bit more outspoken or better speaking on this part than I am as far as not um, – how do I want to word this? So Christ, Christ calls us to obviously love, live, and Correct. lead. Um, but just because we are outspoken about that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to answer all of our prayers. No, no. Like I think... You kind of know what I'm saying uh, no, now? You no, know, I do know what you're saying. Okay. I think two things here. I think number one, I said to love, live, and lead like Christ does two things um, for, for me. Uh, and I'll speak strictly for me in this case. Number one, because I'm going to fail at it every day. Uh-huh. So for all the people who think I'm a sinner or I'm not perfect, so I'll never be accepted or I'm not good enough to get receive Christ's love. Yeah. We all fail every single day. Right. The reality is, is, are you trying? Where right. I think that applies to what you're bringing up is, yeah. is this. You can be praying nonstop for something. And the truth is this, and the word discusses all the time. It's always God's way and God's will and God's timing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But that is piggybacked. Don't get me wrong. That is piggybacked with your effort. So yeah. God, you may be working very, very hard for something with one specific outcome, and God is going to be working equally as hard with the right outcome. Yes, yes, good way. Okay, so at the end of the day, you're going to be successful as long as you are working in tandem with your faith. Correct. The minute you rely on strictly just on your faith, James talks about it, uh, where, where he talks about faith and works. Yes. Works without faith is dead, and yep. faith without works is dead. You need both. Yep. Okay, so if you're going to rely strictly on your faith to gain whatever it is you're trying to gain, it's not going to happen because God's saying, no, 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 this is a relationship. Yes. And if you're going to rely strictly like Josh touched on earlier, I, 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 Uh I'm going to work my way there. God's like, that ain't going to happen either. So there's that balance of saying, I know I'm a sinner. I'm going to work my tail off to try to live the best me knowing that I'm going to sin and fail every day. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for dying on the cross right. so that I can be forgiven. Right. But I'm going to live in a direction where God is going to bless me. At the end of that direction, though, where that blessing happens, mm-hmm. it's not going to be maybe so much your expectation. Now, there are times where your expectation and his results do match. Yeah. But there are other times where your expectation and the results don't match. But the reality is his results are always better than your expectations. Every time. Every time. What was his name? Uh, that was... Jared? Jared from Texas. Is it Jared? Yes, yes Jared okay. from no, Texas. Jared, so just to kind of wrap up this question, Jared, because I think it's a, like I, oh, like we said, this is a great, great question. Um, and my last, last kind of point that I wanted to say, because if you are a Christian and you're like not maybe sharing your faith or wonder how you, you maybe you can share your faith, you know, it, it's actually, it's my brother actually recently has kind of started a little side gig. He's doing some landscaping work here locally in Ohio. And when he designed his logo, one of the questions my mom asked him is, is like, well, where's Christ going to tie into the, to, the, to the picture here? And the difference between uh, my endeavor and my brother's endeavor is um, my endeavor was completely faith-led. And God, yeah. God, I mean, wholeheartedly, no questions, put this on my heart and says, child, go do this. Yeah. And why I wanted to make sure I tied faith into not only my logo, but a slogan is because I wanted to not only uh, be a message for the public, but a constant reminder, reminder for myself that, hey, this is, this, is not, this is not for me. This has never been for me. And I pray about it all the time. God, this is not for the fame. It's not for the glory. It's not for the, for the money. Although Christ wants us to be very, very financially successful. Don't get me yeah. wrong there. Um, but it, it, is about, it is about furthering your kingdom. And God, since you have put this endeavor, this, this, this entrepreneurship, this, this calling on my heart, it is my duty, it is my responsibility to glorify you in every opportunity. Now, with my brother as a little example there, that doesn't mean 
my brother's name is Tyler. That doesn't mean Tyler cannot glorify Christ in his, he absolutely in, his, can. in, his, in his job. And the same for you. Maybe this wasn't something that you felt God put on your heart, but it's a, something, a passion that you have, but it's your job to be deep in prayer. and like, Christ, how can I utilize, utilize this platform in this job that I created maybe for myself, but utilize this platform to touch hearts out there to mm-hmm. instill and show Christ's love. And again, that comes with loving, leading, and living like Jesus on a daily basis. Yeah. That's a great question, Jared. There's actually, uh, I know there's a question I saw going through all these, and someone asked the question, how did you decide this was the right business for me, and you didn't answer that. Okay, yeah. Um, and like, like I said, for anybody out there who maybe doesn't believe or doesn't know how to believe, or they're assuming that they can't believe, whatever it may be, and, and the whole prayer thing seems tricky to you, my greatest thing to you is the only wrong way to pray is to not pray. Yeah, that's so true. So as much as Josh and I are talking now, and we're talking to you, and we're sharing our time with you, that's all it is. God doesn't want rhetoric. He wants a relationship. Uh, just talk to him. Talk to him and then be patient. And, you know, you'll find yourself, I call it uh, life circumstances out of shape. If you're out of shape with your life, you're living with fatigue and fear. Correct. And if you're in those places, that's because your life is out of shape. Right. Because when your life is in shape, you have perseverance. You have patience. Love it. You have all those things that apply that allow you to overcome, like we talk in here all the time, the adversities, the trials, right. the troubles. Um, so just just talk to him. Just talk to him, and he'll reveal to you things that uh, yeah. will blow your mind. Yep. Yeah. That's so, good. yeah. Great I'm glad. That's the last question today. Good. Man. Last question today. Put me on the spot today. It's yeah. all right. I'm okay with it. It was fun. It was fun. Okay. Your time's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Your time. I will not be prepared for it. You're so not it's on good. the social media page. So you see all the, you don't see all the questions that I get. <laughs> exactly. I had to do some real research. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, no, good stuff. Fantastic guys. Yeah. So again, that's a prime example, guys. If, if some of those questions maybe hit home with you, or if you've been sitting there like kind of on the sidelines, man, you know, that kind of, that, that topic, you know, has something along the lines of something that I've been kind of wondering, or if you have something completely just out of the ball, ballpark of what we talked about Feel today free. or what we've talked about in the past, hit us up guys. We talked about it before on our social media, deliberately linked guys, shoot us a DM. That's where a lot of these actually have came through. And then our email that we are both on, uh, deliberately linked at gmail.com. So hit us up through any of those platforms, guys. If you have some questions, throw some comments, even on our social media postings, YouTube, whatever it might be, guys, if you guys have some questions uh, that you would like answered here in the future as well. Um, moving forward with Deliberately Linked, guys, uh, here in the near future, we've got a couple guests lined up, so yeah. we're going to really be changing things up for you guys. So we're excited to share uh, share who these individuals are that you know that you guys obviously might not know about and, and some of the trials that they've been through. Um, and I think a lot of things uh, you guys can relate on. And that's what we want to be. We want to be relatable, so we're applicable. That's a fact. Yeah. That is a fact. So again, hey guys, before further ado, uh, again, Deliberately Linked is on, again, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Am I missing any? I think, I think that's, that's it. it. I think that's it. Yeah. So like, subscribe, check us out, let us know. Uh, and again, if you got that fun animal fact coming next week, we'll bring it back. Please if you do. you got that fun animal fact, send it our way, guys. We'll Please do. We'll get it on the show. All right. Good stuff. Deliberately Linked signing out. Blessings. Blessings.